Hello, Rachel Collins here with the Self-Improvement Book Club. Today's book is Braving the Wilderness by Benet Brown. Of course, I loved her book. I love all her books, but I wanted to focus on this one today. I also have a random thought that I just have to get out. I had a Butterfinger right before doing this podcast because, you know, Halloween just passed and my kids got like five pounds of candy. I haven't had a Butterfinger in a while and it was pretty good. My usual go-to candy is 100 grand. Love those. So my children may notice some gone from their Halloween stash, but new favorite, Butterfinger. Anyways, back to the book. Braving the Wilderness. What a good book. It's about, well, the main theme is about how humans have this desire to truly belong. They want to be in a group. Think about our caveman days, which in the grand scheme of things are is not that long ago. If we didn't fit into the group, we were kicked out of the cave, right? And we had no shelter and we froze to death and we died. So of course we want to be part of a group. That's like a an inborn human characteristic. So this book talks about the changes in our society that have divided us. One big one is the internet. Yes, the internet has led us to find people like us. So actually, we are drawn towards people that think like us. Surprise, surprise. But unfortunately, Instead of uniting us as humans, the internet has further divided us. Because of this need to belong, when we find like-minded people, we go towards them. And then we're not sharing ideas or concepts with people that may differ in their ideas. So there's less actually sharing and communicating ideas because we just stay within the group that most fits our ideology. Another big point of this book is you must look inward in within yourself to really find true belonging. So it's actually not finding others that accept you, but actually accepting yourself. So finding our place is what we seek, but we don't want to stand out necessarily. We just want to feel a togetherness. So Brown goes into her own story of not being someone that fit in as a child. And I can relate. Um, You know, I was a little awkward in middle school, just a little bit. Um, as, As it sounds like Brown was, the author. She didn't fit in with different crowds. She tried out for the cheerleading team and didn't make it. She would get into these codependent relationships and they were unhealthy and toxic. So by the time she was late teens adult, she started drinking a lot and even joined AA. And even in AA, they told her she didn't belong. They said, 
your problem really isn't drinking. You're not that bad of an alcoholic, right? You don't quite fit in here. Your problem is these codependent relationships. So they referred her out to other groups. I mean, if you can't fit in in AA, that's, you know, that would be, that would feel kind of not great. So it goes a little bit into her stories of not belonging. And I think a lot of people can relate. Like maybe you did make the sports team in high school, but there's probably other places where you felt, hey, I, I, people are not accepting me here or any of those feelings of not being quite part of the group. The author also goes into, even if the group does welcome us, like, hey, you can be part of our group. That sometimes the people pleasing and trying to please the group or act in the way they want you to is exhausting. It's exhausting. So we work too hard to gain acceptance. And this can become a problem as well. So what is freedom? True freedom is when you stop trying to belong and you're true to yourself. So luckily Brown kind of got out of some of the the bad relationships she had and met her her husband. I think they've been married over 30 years or something. And he saw he saw Brown's true self and helped nurture it and it became a really healthy relationship and she gradually changed. And then of course she got on Oprah. And who doesn't want to be on Oprah? I mean, Oprah is so awesome. So on Oprah, she talked about how she learned this freedom technique of truly allowing yourself to be yourself. And one thing she did, and I love this technique, I'm going to definitely do it, is write yourself permission slips. Her examples were she gave her per- herself permission to be goofy she gave her permission, herself permission to have fun. She gave herself permission to make mistakes, to not be perfect. So what will you write to yourself and give yourself permission to do? Big question mark. Do it. Do it today. Give yourself permission to do something you want to do. So this whole wilderness concept, into the wild... It's it's used with a lot of things, right? Like artists sing about it and the wilderness in this book, it's it's a concept for going into the unknown, right? If someone just dropped us off in the middle of the woods where we didn't know where we were, we'd, we'd come across a lot of unknown things or not know how to get out or kind of discover ourselves, get outside of our comfort zone, So that is part of the book's kind of theme is getting out of your comfort zone, trying to be yourself and being okay. If some people don't get you, that's cool. Don't, you don't get me. You're not feeling me. Cool. See ya. Right. So like having that as like that inner kind of, I guess the word is not confidence, but inner peace of like, I can be me. And of course, not everyone's going to accept me, but I love me for me and I accept me for me. So we should not let fear, defensiveness, and insecurity lead us. No, no. 
Instead, we can lead with curiosity and a sense of joy. So Brown says that you can practice trust. Trust is the number one thing that can help you get there. So practice trust in yourself and others. She gave us seven traits for trust. Here they are. Dun, dun, dun. Number one, being reliable. Staying true to your word, right? Being reliable. I'm going to show up. I'm going to pick you up at 9 a.m. and we're going to go here. You show up, right? Reliable. Owning your mistakes. We all make mistakes, but can you own up to it? Look at it, learn from it, and change. Own those mistakes. Keep confidential material safe. That can be secrets too, right? You, you tell your best friend something deep down about you and you're like, please don't tell anyone else. Like they shouldn't, right? Keep it to yourself. Also, just keep things confidential that should be. Respect boundaries. Respecting boundaries. So if someone sets a boundary, you don't keep trying to bulldoze them and get past that boundary. Making decisions with integrity. So living within your values. Here's a hard one for a lot of people. Being non-judgmental of others. Like stop judging so much, guys, right? And the last one is being generous. Love it. So with those seven, you can ask yourself, how much do I trust myself? And maybe if you have a low score in a couple, you can work on getting that higher and trusting yourself more. The book also goes into how people are more odds than ever with each other. I mean, we can all go back to the election, Trump versus Hillary. There were big chunks where almost 80% of different areas would vote for one or the other. We haven't seen things like that in a while and it's it's just dividing us further and we get stuck with the group that we that kind of share our beliefs so we get stuck in a feedback loop where others are not challenging our views they're just agreeing with us and we're just thinking we're more and more right without seeing some of the middle ground or seeing where we're alike with other people that may have different different political views or different views on other things it's not all about politics but if we challenge our own views and get out of our little bubble we actually feel more connected to other people we feel lonely when we're in that little bubble and that little feedback loop Uh, statistics love statistics since the 1980s the feeling of loneliness has doubled with our population loneliness is a health hazard big health hazard it's more of a health hazard than excessive drinking being obese it raises our premature death rate 45 percent So what's the antidote? Meaningful connection. Meaningful connection. Oftentimes you can get that through the arts, like 
sharing, going to a concert with a friend and sharing a favorite music, something like that. First-hand experiences. Noticing when you're laughing with a friend or connecting. Having a cup of coffee with someone and, and noticing that you guys are talking and connecting and having a good time. You get this in real life, really being present versus watching TV or drowning yourself out in distractions. This will further push you into the loneliness zone. And let's bring back neighborly compassion, everyone, right? Seeking the similarities in others versus just pushing people away because they have a different view than you. Another thing Brown brings up is grudges, carrying grudges or building up anger that you never really deal with, right? So like maybe you hate that other political group and you're just so angry about it and you're kind of building this up and you're so mad. This definitely robs you of joy, takes away your energy. It can do a lot of negative things to your health by building up resentments and anger without dealing with them. So the better way to deal with anger is express it in positive ways. The author gives an example of um, writing out a letter, kind of expressing why you're angry. Maybe you don't give it to anyone, but you, you kind of write about it. You express it through art form, but you instead of bottling it up, you let it out. And then you don't let it control your actions or let it come out in unhealthy ways. So as women, let me just say, we're taught not to get angry. And that sometimes can be very bad for us because if we don't let the anger out and process it in a healthy way, then it will get bottled up and stored inside of us. So women out there, get angry, let it out, and then don't let it control you after that. All right, so... I'm going to conclude this podcast that we, we all have this need to belong. And this is what the book I really got from it. Um, but accepting yourself and being who you are is the best path. It's easier said than done, but that is kind of the overall Archie message of the book. So go get it, read it, see what you think. I thought it was great. And I hope everyone has a wonderful day and says something very nice to themselves that's accepting. Talk to you next time.